Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome to episode 10 of the podcast. If you haven't rated it by now, uh, you should do it if you want. <laughs> but hey, what's up? Welcome to episode 10. And as always, I have some banger stuff for you. What do we have for topics today? So there is this rapper. I don't know if you ever heard of him. It is the, he is the biggest meme I have seen in a long time. All right, you got to think of like, this guy's like Ben Shapiro and Donald Trump's love child who raps, okay? Think of that for before we get into the topic. And then I also wanted to do the second half of today's podcast, an advice segment, and I know that sounds boring, but it'll it'll be fun. Basically, what I had is that people send me in um, some questions on Instagram of what they need you know, advice on or just motivation and stuff. And I'm going to talk about like some pretty deep stuff, like fear of failure or uh, how to deal with like, you you don't feel good enough or your family hates you, just stuff like that. If you want to listen for the emotional part of the podcast, it'll be in the second half. But right now we're going to be covering this dude because this is funny. I got to, I got to start you off funny. And then at the end, I have some, some LGBT stories too, that are great as always. So, all right. Who is this rapper? Who, who is, Ben Shapiro and Donald Trump's love child. Well, I guarantee you have never heard of him. I don't know how I didn't know of him until now, too. But he basically, he's a Canadian. Let me bring up, let me bring up like his little bio. He's a Canadian rapper, um, singer, songwriter, YouTuber, social media personality, and former independent professional wrestler. Okay, I mean, all right. Kind of cool. He does a lot of things, right? His name is Tom McDonald. Ever heard of him? He's Ronald McDonald's son uh, because he is such a clown. I'm just, he's not actually, he's not Ronald McDonald's son. He might as well be though. So so basically what this guy does, if you look him up on YouTube, he, he has almost 2 million subs and he does rap songs. He makes songs for, I mean, his demographic is just, I can't even... He makes music where he's not scared to say facts and he's not scared to say what's on his mind. You know, like he's edgy. He's cool. Uh, he says things that people won't, you know, and a, and a bunch of edgy, cool, presumably Trump supporting people listen to it. But the lyrics are the corniest shit that I have ever heard. It's given some of the lines are good and make sense, but most of it is just absolute trash. <laughs> and... I just think he makes this music for people who think they are the silent majority. Have you guys ever heard of that term? The silent majority. Whenever, when someone uses that term, it, it's like, uh, here's, a good, here's a good photo of it. The silent majority stands with Trump. It's a, it's a guy holding a sign that, that literally says that at a, at a rally. Uh, but if you, if you Google silent majority, I've just seen a lot of people use this uh, as their argument because... Oh my god, I feel like I have to sneeze. It feels like there's something crawling in my nose. I really hope there's nothing up my nose. Uh, the silent majority is an unspecified large group of people in a country or group who do not express their opinions publicly. So basically, the little wussies of the world, okay? And this is what a lot of them, you know, people will say, uh, the silent majority doesn't agree with trans women in sports and stuff like that. This is what the silent majority thinks of. The silent majority thinks that uh, Donald Trump is the best president, etc., etc. Just stuff like that. And it's just, it's a awful argument to use. Because why is the majority silent? Like, why can't you just say what, why can't you just say your opinion? Because you're scared. 
because people will say that that's an awful opinion. Is that why? Anyways, so I just saw a lot of comments like that on his, on his videos. Like, this dude sings for the silent majority or whatever. So I got a song here, and I can, I'm not going to play it just because of copyright issues and stuff like that. I don't know if his, his – I know his music is copyrighted on YouTube. So I'm going to read you the lyrics. We're going to go through them together. And it is funny. It is awful. Okay. We've got a song here by Tom McDonald called People So Stupid. All right. I, I agree with that title. People are, fu- people are dumb. People are so stupid. So his first two lines are, I'm praying that the world changes soon. Can't get a doobie on a plane, but there's Uzis in our schools. When I saw that line, I was like, yeah, that's, that's a good line. It may, you know, you can't, you can't bring a weed on the plane, but there's guns in schools. Hard agree, dude. Like, what, what is that? What is, why is that allowed? That doesn't even make any sense. You can't bring a leaf on a plane, but you can bring a, bring a giant metal thing that shoots something that goes 50 miles per hour. I don't know how fast bullets go. I, how fast do they go? Anyways, you get the point, right? And then the next two lines. Every dude who touched a boob or a booty getting hashtag me too'd. What you expect from the kids who went to Hooters after school. <sighs> okay. You know the hashtag me too. You know the me too movement, right? <sighs> so to do the math. If you went to Hooters after school, essentially you are a man who touched a boob or a booty without consent. That's what I'm picking up from here, right? I'll have you know, I went to Hooters after school before with the boys, okay, in high school. I went, I went to Hooters. Have I ever touched a boob or a booty and gotten me too'd? No, but I did go to Hooters after high school. For, and also, just the way that this is said, the reason that people get me too'd is because they sexually assaulted somebody. And touching somebody without their consent is is it's what it falls under. Right? It's it's assault. You can't just go up to a woman and grab her. I mean, I mean, actually, you can because then you can become the president of the United States. But but we'll just we'll just throw that aside for right now. So that's expected. So if you go to Hooters, like it's totally okay to just touch the women there because that's what that you know because that's what that's what it's for. That's a joke, by the way. If you couldn't tell, just horrible line, awful line. Okay. And I want to move into the next one because there's there's a lot. We're all triggered and defensive. We're all racist and we're sexist. We all grew up watching South Park. How are we offended? Okay, not for first of all, not everybody watched South Park. Second of all, I thought South Park was funny when I was like ten, maybe, and I didn't even understand half the jokes. It's just some of the things in there were just crazy and funny. When I watch it now, eh, it's eh, it's not. If you guys like South Park, hey, it's cool. Me, it's eh, like I, I don't know. It doesn't doesn't do it for me. Now, being fat is beautiful. Name a thing that you can't do. Jumping jacks, run a mile, live past forty-two. All right, who says if you're fat that you can't do jumping jacks? Anyways, have you seen people go on a weight loss journey? I've literally seen plenty of weight loss journeys, and the people are doing jumping jacks, and they are overweight. Shut up, Tom McDonald. <laughs> Also, I think people just say fat is beautiful or try to get people to love their bodies is just the fact that like some people seriously can't help their weight. Like some people really can't lose weight as as hard as they try. um, And some people can't gain weight, you know, as as hard as they're trying. And just also 
why do you care if somebody else is fat if they are overweight and they're okay with it like why do you care please like i just is who cares if they want to call if they want to say i'm fat and beautiful who the fuck cares (laughs) why do you i just okay tom mcdonald Man, it used to be cool to just flip a bird to the system. And now it's trendy to be triggered and pretend you're a victim. Quote unquote, it's my race, it's my weight, it's because I'm a Christian. I hate the internet and anyone who has an opinion. I love how he threw Christian in there just to make sure that like he's making fun of both sides. Because what I picked up from this line is like, it's, it's trendy to be triggered and pretend you're a victim, right? Because people, when people get made fun of, or are are triggered um they're like you went after my race like you made you said something racist that's fucked up you went after my weight that that was fucked up that wasn't nice and then he also added in christian just to make sure that he's playing both sides but also imagine using the word triggered in a song this dude used triggered like seriously in a song (laughs) the fuck this uh this cheesy ass dude did these people ever think for a second that maybe the younger generation is more offended by jokes that are that are racist or homophobic because they're actually educated now and they've learned what has happened in the past. You know, people 50 years ago might not have known what have happened to black people here in here in America and stuff like that. They might not have been as educated, but now today people know so much about what happened back in the day and people just don't think it's funny anymore. Like people don't think racist jokes are funny anymore. Sorry. Like sorry that the new generation doesn't find it slur funny. It doesn't mean they're triggered. It just means there are a million other things that are funny than making fun of any minority group. Like, and then this is, this guy is also the type of guy to sit through an entire season of Seinfeld and not crack one smile. But if you say any slur, he would be, he would bust his lungs on the floor. This is what, this is exactly the type of guy he is. Like any slur, you tell a woman to go make you a sandwich, you say, uh, that shit's f- gay, bro. That shit's so gay, and he'll be busting along on the floor. It's just like, sorry, dude, but not everybody thinks that's funny anymore. <laughs> I think people are growing past fucked up jokes. That just might be what's happening to the world. Who knows? And everybody angry if you say white. Okay, fine. Pass me the brush, and I'll paint my face till the shade's right. Who is, who is, what the fuck does that even mean? everyone's angry if you say white i don't really think people get mad at you if you say you're a white person let's talk about abortion sorry tell me how this works bacteria is life on mars but a heartbeat isn't life on earth i can't believe this dude decided to sit down and write a a diss line on women who have had abortions (laughs) as if like he he understands what that's like you know i i just i just i really feel like no man should have a say that's for the women to discuss that's that's a women's thing or or anybody who can get pregnant and then the chorus is people are so stupid why are y'all so stupid get better problems i swear to god that y'all want them y'all so dumb that's a fucking wow that's a killer chorus dude next line i'm a hater because i can't relate to gay pride call me homophobic because i don't want to date guys okay tight literally who is saying this uh first of all i don't think any guy came up to you and asked you out ever tom mcdonald have you ever had to take a look in the mirror i don't think any guy has come up to you and asked to date you second of all it doesn't make you homophobic to not want to date guys there are not men go there's probably like 
two and a half men going around saying that it's homophobic to not date gay men. Like, it's not, it's like, what is that word? It's a non-factor. Like, people pull these arguments out because, fucking straw man, dude, it's a straw man, okay? This makes his point look so, oh my god, all the gay people and all the LGBT people are so triggered because we don't want to date them, etc., etc. And in reality, there's like, like I said, like seven and a half people discussing this, okay? Next lines, this is kind of um, a bit longer. I, for one, am not surprised the world declined along the way. Give trophies to children for losing just because they decide to play. We exercise our right to vote, then hate the politicians, A. This is a democracy, it's partly your decision, A. Every single time politicians run, people don't like the politicians. Do you know how many people just don't like politicians, but we have to vote for them anyways because those are our only options ever with whenever it comes to any election? Like this is what this is what we were given. So so they have to pick one. Alright? <laughs> just because people are running and you have to vote for one doesn't mean that everybody likes them. You you stupid stupid person this is weird feels like this is a different year if i identify as female then will my balls and penis disappear children want a gender switch and hating men is feminist okay where in the feminist movement was on the agenda that they have to hate men uh i just think women can't stand men like this like this guy right here that's all and if you do identify as female technically technically they could disappear Okay, technically, if you went to the surgeon, you know, we all know what I'm going for here. They could. So, yes, the answer is yes. Then what? Then what? Do you have another question after that? Tom McDonald? No, I didn't think so. <laughs> here we go. Depression and anxiety are trendy. We're too sensitive. Just that line alone. First of all, they are not trendy. I mean, I have seen people put anxiety on a shirt or I, I don't know. I've never seen depression on a shirt. I'll look it up. If I find something, I'll, I'll post it here. But yeah, I think people glorify depression and anxiety, but I think it's a, a lot, a lot more uh, prevalent in today's society because of the technology, because of the people, because of everything that goes on, because of how pressured kids are. I, I feel like it's just a lot more tough than it was, again, like 50 years ago, 100 years ago speaking. Even. I mean, being young and having access to so many things with your phone and just so many apps and being able to see so many people do so many different things, it's like, I feel like that would be extremely overwhelming. And, you know, getting made fun of in school, back when I was in school, back when I was in middle school, there weren't, there was like cell phones, but it wasn't like social media. There wasn't Instagram and stuff like that. There was like MySpace. But now, today, you can get bullied at school and not at school. You can be talked shit about online all day, all day long, dude. So, you know, maybe if you did a quick little Google search and wonder why there's so much more depression and anxiety today, you would find the answer. Um, it's not just because people are sensitive. It's because the world is absolutely crumbling before our eyes. <laughs> and there's just too much shit going on. The next line says, invented 80 genders, mad the world is not accepting it. They give them more attention than normal women and men can get. Here's the fucking transgender cameo, everybody. Aren't we so special? Ha, ah, victim complex. Ha, 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 ha. I mean, I, I, I don't think we get more attention than regular men and women. <laughs> I just think we're a little bit louder 
because trans people are fighting for their rights, whatever, et cetera, et cetera. Also, what's wrong with wanting attention? <laughs> I'm just joking. People aren't trans for attention. It just seems that way because, you know, everyone's always talking about trans people and we're always in the news because we're so big and bad. That's why there's so much more attention on trans people right now, especially because <laughs> everybody loves talking shit. What a contradiction. Being human is so tragic. Focused on minorities, ignoring all the masses. The fuck is what is masses? What is masses? Oh, 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 masses like masses like big groups of people. Okay, what is wrong with focusing on minorities? But, oh my god, this dude is so stupid. I can't even like. Oh my god, the whole world has been focused on minorities for the longest time. They have treated minorities like shit the entire time, and minorities are just so sick of it. Like, that's the reason that people are so focused on it. That's why there's, like, a whole Black Lives Matter thing. Like, because people still don't listen. And people are still racist. And people are still shitty to minorities. Yes, they should be focused on more. And they should be given equality. And, like, be treated like a regular human being. I literally was scrolling on TikTok this morning. And I saw a video of this of this older woman. She, she was probably, like, 80 or 90. Um, in a retirement home, something like that. And the staff, the staff member was black and the old woman was just spitting on her. She was spitting on her. So it is, it is still a problem because those people are still alive. And then those people have taught it to their children and it's just still a huge issue. So it's like, yeah, I think we should still be focused on this issue because it's literally still happening. Like she got spit on, dude. People get beat up. People get killed. I just can't like... People who are so oblivious to these things make me so mad. You have to be so, so stupid to just completely ignore all of that. I, I can't, I just, I, I can't stand it. <laughs> Hallelujah, everyone. Activism saved the planet. No more plastic straws and paper. Just paper straws wrapped in plastic. Congratulations. This is, this guy's a fuck, this is literally Ronald McDonald's son. Also, do you all remember people actually complaining about paper straws? Like, this is something that they complained about. But then, but then we're the crybabies, right? The ones who want to save the planet, the ones who uh, say that racism isn't funny, that homophobia isn't funny. Those people are the babies. Not the ones who are crying about paper straws to drink their stupid coffees in. Also, if the paper straw is wrapped in plastic, it's whatever. I actually, I don't even, I didn't even see that. The paper straws that I got were in paper even if they were in plastic the thing with the paper straw the thing with the plastic straw is that it was hurting animals in the ocean like a, a a plastic piece that a straw comes in you could just wrap it up in a little ball okay it's not really going to do anything a a plastic straw on the other hand might get lodged in an animal's something whether that's the nose the mouth the eyes anything <laughs> those are two different types of plastics you stupid stupid person Anyways, he then ends the song by calling everybody crybabies who are triggered. So, perfect way to end a song. Also, there are so many, so many of his songs. If you want me to review another one, please, please let me know. Like, some, this is just one of the funniest ones. There was actually another one where his chorus was facts over feelings or something like that. So, he, he is literally Ben Shapiro's son. <laughs> and, yeah, that's, that was the end of that song. But I had to share it with you. Meme of a song. That song is a comedy did get me a little riled up though because people actually listen to this and let me let me just read some of the comments here okay I'm, I'm just gonna pull them up raw reaction for you right here we aren't against each other we need to unite and take down the media right and left wing i love how these people think the media is the enemy and not like the people within their society 
so fucking stupid. <laughs> this man is speaking from all Americans' hearts. I'm sorry, but he's not. Nope, 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 not my heart. I don't think it's... <laughs> I think this song is fucking awful. This one, this one's a banger, right? Naked women, 0%. Swear words, 0%. Truth, 100%. Oh, could you just imagine... Imagine your friend pulls out, right? And you get in the car. You're about to go, you're about to go hang out. And he puts on some fucking Tom McDonald. And he's like, yo, dude, check out this new shit. New hot shit just dropped. And all you hear in the chorus is facts over feelings. Facts don't care about your feelings. And uh, if I identify as a female, will my balls and penis disappear? I'd be like, what the fuck are you listening to? What is this shit? Can we, can we listen to music? Like normal music? P penis and balls? I don't want to listen to that. All right, so let's take a break from that and give you some little some little life motivation hey if you're listening during lunch or you're on the train or something i don't can you go on trains now still during covid i don't know this is gonna be um a heart to heart all right a good one so please don't cry into your egg salad sandwich at work right now maybe save it for later maybe save it for the car ride or walk ride home later yep walk ride home i ask people to ask me questions on instagram if you do want to send in Nope, you can't send in questions because I'm already filming. If you don't want to follow me on Instagram, my Instagram is it's Sam Collins. But so the first question I'm starting off with is super deep. It actually hit close to home. So I just want to prepare all of you for it. And it was actually one of the most frequent questions. So I will, I will try not to get too emotional here. The question was, what's the point in lampshades? All right. Now, th this was just a very, very debatable question. Uh, I'm joking. I just wanted to, I want to give you a little laugh before we get deep. Okay. So one of the most asked questions here was basically like, uh, how do you deal with stress or, or f fear of failure or disappointment? And how do you not disappoint people? So for, for stress, I just wanted to, I had a, I had a very stressful time the, this week. I dealt with some really, really annoying stuff. It's such a long story. I thought I got scammed out of a lot of money. I thought I opened up a fake a fake bank account turns out i opened up a real bank account okay but I, I was trying to transfer money and i thought it was fake and then i had a whole mental breakdown this morning i probably lost about 500 of my hairs off of my head i counted them i'm joking i lost a lot of hair but i didn't count them but if you are a stressed person i find some of these things helpful i'm a, I'm a very very stressed out person everything stresses me out the littlest thing will stress me out i don't know what it is that's just how i am what I do when I'm stressed, something I like to do is go for a drive or do something that I don't have to think about anything. You know, if you could just listen to music and shut your head off for a second, listen to music, go for a drive. I mean, a walk is nice too. Like you think when you're walking, unless you're listening to music or something, or you just let your head be empty, but a walk is always really nice for stress too. Something I like to do is go to the gym, but I can't do that anymore. But just dealing with stress for me personally and i think it's great for everybody is to just just not focus for like five minutes to an hour i would say a great hour <laughs> but if you could just sit down and watch a show and just and just relax and recollect yourself okay and then you can whatever is stressing you out you might have to go back to it it might be homework or something go back to it but you can take a little break for yourself Okay, you gotta, you gotta, wanna go, go get a coffee, go get a, go get something from the, from, from a fucking place, like a, like a drink or, a, or a, or a treat. All right, that stuff's always fun, and it just keeps your mind off of it for a second. I think that's super important. I, I forget to do that all the time. 
I just sulk in my stress. And then and then it is just not good. Yeah, ho- hopefully that helps. If it doesn't, whoops, my bad. <laughs> Something I think a lot of people deal with is fear of failure. Okay, this was my biggest fear my whole life. I no longer have this fear. You want to know why? Because <laughs> I don't believe in failure. I know, I know, I know. It's so cheesy. Ugh, you don't believe in failure. Fucking, what is that? Philosophical. Yeah. Okay, well, over, all right, dude. You don't believe in failure. You're so cool. But I, I genuinely don't. My biggest fear was failing because I just thought, I just didn't want to be a failure. I want to be good at whatever I did. Okay? And when you really think about it, what is failure, right? Like you can fail in school, okay? You can get a fucking F. You can um, have a skiing competition and then you fell and then you failed at the skiing competition. But being scared of failing is like, if you're always scared of failing, you're never going to do anything because you think you're going to fail at it. Oh, I don't want to be an artist because that's a stupid job and I'm just going to fail because there's better artists out there than me. You don't know any of that. Also, if you try something and it doesn't work out, that doesn't mean it's a failure. For example, if I did YouTube and I didn't get as many subscribers as I wanted, it wasn't sustainable. I didn't fail. I just fucking, I did YouTube, didn't, didn't really take off and I'm just going to move on to the next thing. I just feel like when you're scared of failing, with something you're already going into that thing with the mindset of this is not going to work and then you're going to jinx yourself and then it really isn't going to work right you can you can believe in failure all you want you can think whatever you want about failure that was my biggest fear and then when i got older i was just like i if i if it doesn't work out it doesn't work out i'm not a failure just because something in my life didn't work out five things in my life didn't work out doesn't mean i'm a failure like i can still do other things in my life so I think that's a that's a decent way to look at it. I hope that's not too much of like a cringy way to say it, but I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm cringy sometimes that way. I just, you got to do what you want to do, dude. Another question was that somebody is scared of disappointment and disappointing other people. I totally, who cares about other people? I know it's really scary to disappoint your parents, but your parents should be proud of you. I know everyone's going to make fun of me for the way I say parents. Everybody makes fun of me for that. I don't know why. I don't... Parents. 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 I don't know. I don't know why I say it weird. But it it is good to be scared to disappoint people. You know, you want to at least feel that a little bit. But you don't want that to dictate everything that you do in life. Like if you're going to go for a whole totally different job than your parents want you to go for. And that's going to disappoint them oh whatever sucks mom and dad like whose life is it right i just think when you're looking at disappointment you should take it from the perspective that you you got to put yourself first even if it's going to disappoint people unless it's an awful thing you know what i'm trying to say like unless it's like like hey mom and dad i'm in the mafia and your parents are like oh that's a disappointment okay i think that would be justified right? I don't, I wouldn't want my kid in the mafia. I'd be like, oh, that's disappointing. But if it's something like doing what you want with your life and they get disappointed, whatever, dude, like shut up. Like I want to live my life the way I want to live my life type of thing. So that's, that's how I go about that. Feeling like you're not good enough question mark or how to feel content. So first of all, you are good enough. (laughs) 
There's the answer to your question. No, but I think feeling good enough, it all depends on everybody. For example, I'll, I'll use myself for example. I always thought that once I have something, whatever that something was that I wanted, and I got it, then that would be enough for me, or it would be enough. I would feel like I was enough, right? Let's use transition, for example. So first, I wanted to transition, and then I would, I'd be happy, right? Well, well, then I transitioned, and then guess what? I wanted the next thing. So I, I wanted the hormones. That would make me happy, right? Got the hormones, still not completely happy. <clears throat> wanted the surgery. Got the surgery, still not completely happy. I want to be taller. Well, <laughs> there's no, I can't do anything about that now, right? So now and I know transition is kind of a shitty fucking thing to use, but I can, I can use YouTube as an example too. But it's like just thinking about myself, like in trying to feel enough for myself physically. I wanted more and more and more in my transition, right? Obviously, because I, I want to transition into a big, cool man. And now that I got to the point where, I'm happy with everything, got everything that I needed to get, but now I want something that is literally like physically impossible. You want to, you want to be taller. Once, I, once I'm taller, then I'll be enough. What I'm trying to say is, even if I could become taller, I would find something else that needs to be enough for me. Because when I have all of that, when I'm tall, when I have all this stuff, I'm going to find the next thing that, that I will consider. Once I have that, I'll be enough. It's like, you can just keep taking more and more and more and thinking this is going to make you feel like you're enough and this is going to make you feel like you're enough, but it's not. You really got to sit down with yourself and be like, I am enough because of blah, blah, blah. Why am I less than any other person? Like if you really think about it, like when I get insecure about being short or something, it's like, okay, why is a taller person more than enough than, than I am? Why is that person worth more than I am? You know, you can use this with anything. If you're like, I would be enough if I had blonde hair. If blondes are so beautiful, I would be enough if I had blonde hair. And you look at her and you're like, she's blonde, she's cute, she's small, and I, I, I want to be her. I want to be everything about her. But you're not. You're the total opposite, right? You think that that's going to be enough for you when you get it, but it's not. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, you got to sit down at one point and be like everything and love everything about yourself and be like, everything that I'm doing is enough because I like it. You know, I might not be the tallest, but who the fuck cares? You know, I might have, my eyes are really wide and far apart. Who who cares? This is, I can't do anything about my wide set eyes. Okay. <laughs> and the point is that I reiterated over a thousand times in this little segment is nothing is ever going to be enough for you. If you don't just settle and say, this is enough, this is enough. I can have more. I'd be happy with more, but this is enough. And this, I like this. I like me. I like my career. I like my face. I like my body. I like my whatever. It is enough. And if you're able to change that and it will make you happy, go ahead and do it. But I just feel like it's this constant cycle of repeating and repeating and repeating. And it's just, it's exhausting because can I just sit down and like actually like myself and actually like the way I look and actually like the, the stuff that I'm putting out there for the world to see right sorry i didn't mean <laughs> i mean for it to get all like that i hope that makes sense to a lot of you sometimes i feel like my advice is just a lot of rambling that doesn't make sense so sorry if i confuse the shit out of you 
And this is a good last question before I get into the LGBT stories. I think this can help a lot of you. Okay, this is something that a lot of people struggle with. How do I decide what career is right for me? Okay, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go on my inspirational shit. Tell you a little bit of my story. I had a very broad set of interests. Is that the right word? Like I liked everything. I do like everything. I like a lot of different things. I have a lot of passions. I got good grades in school. I did go to college a little bit. I did a bunch of stuff. And how, the reason, the way I decided what career was right for me is because I just went after what I really liked to do. And I'm not trying to make everybody an entrepreneur. You don't, don't do it. Don't. I'm not trying to do that cringy shit. But I always wanted to be a YouTuber. I all, all, It's just like the weirdest thing. I mean, a lot of kids now want to be YouTubers. But when I was 10, 11, 12, I watched YouTube and YouTube was bigger. Like we had Fred and we had fucking Shane Dawson and we had who just a lot of a lot of older YouTubers, right? And I was like, I want to do that. I want to post funny videos. That's what I want to do for my job. That sounds so dumb. I want to post funny videos, right? And that never left me since then, since I started watching YouTube. So as I got older and I started to have to choose a career, I was like, I want to do YouTube still. <laughs> like I still, I want to be a funny guy on the internet. I want to do it. So I'm going to do it. So I started doing it when I was in school, um, which is cool because you know, you can still, you're still going to school, you're learning, you're doing all that stuff, but you're also trying to live out your little job dream, your little career dream. And there's no harm in it because you don't have to actually get a job. You're in fucking high school. So that's what I did. And then college came around, you know, and my YouTube wasn't doing the hottest. And I was like, uh, right? So I'm going to really have to get into this whole college shit. And I'm really gonna have to pay for this stupid shit. And I'm really gonna have to work, work one of those jobs that I really just don't want to work. But I got you, you got to make money, you got to start the cycle. I went to college, but I actually went for journalism, because journalism is um, kind of close to learning about like, like uh, films and all that stuff, entertaining stuff, you know, journalists, I, it was, it was the closest to like YouTuber I could think of. So I did that for a little bit and then I stopped and then I continued my YouTube. And I had that cycle for a very long time of going to college and then stopping and then doing my YouTube. Okay. And now I'm here and now I'm a YouTuber and I have 700,000 followers and never, ever, ever thought I would get it. All right. And a lot of people would say, this is, I'm getting to the good part of the story now. A lot of people would say, uh, that job is fucking stupid. Get a real job. You know, that's a joke, etc. Shit like that. All right. And my point is, at the end of the day, no matter what people say, you got to live out your dreams, okay? If you want to be a veterinarian and you love fucking veterinarian school or, or the whatever, go be the vet, okay? If you want to be an artist, I feel like artists are so shit on, this is why I'm saying it, just try out art. Like, I feel you have one life. And if you're not, and if you love art and you're not going to try out art and you really want to do it, and people are like, oh, art pays like shit. Uh, okay, but at least I love my job, you know? So when it comes to doing, when it comes to picking a career, I really feel like you just got to go with what you want to do. You know, if you have to go to college for that, totally cool. If your job doesn't require college, totally cool. But I think you need to go after stuff that you want and not what other people want. But once you find that interest or that passion, even if it's a, if it's a little thing, you're like, I like, I like birds. You know, that's the only thing I can think about. I like birds. Okay, there are jobs that have to do with birds. You look them up. 
you can look them up. Any any little any little thing that you might have, I'm sure there's a job for it because you don't really want to go into a job. I mean, it's all debatable for people, but I wouldn't want to be in a job where I do make a lot of money, but I hate my job. I would rather make like livable wage money and really, really like my job than have a Porsche and hate my job. It all depends on the person. If you like money better than the experience, then then do whatever you want, dude. But if you like the experience better than money, don't be scared to go after it just because people say it's, it's a trash job just got to be smart with your choice. You know, there are people I know, so many people I know have a college degree and they don't have a job with that college degree. So it's literally pointless. Like, it's just like, it's just, I don't know, dude, this is why I didn't go to college because it's, I'm already getting confused. It's really hard. So moral of the story, how do I decide what career is right for me? Do what you think you will really like a lot. Do what you love. If you love birds, go for the job with the birds. Go for the degree that involves the birds. If you love airplanes, endless, there's so many airplane jobs, right? If you want to be a YouTuber, try it. Try. If you want to be an artist, try it. Go for it, okay? There are ways you can go about this and still live your life and, and not go broke. You know, I, like, you know, for example, people do YouTube as a side hustle until, until yep, I can't talk. Until, until, fuck, until it becomes an actual livable income job you know go for what you love that's my advice i talked way too long on that point (laughs) i'm so sorry i probably made that so much more confusing for you so you're welcome i hope that you have a much harder time picking a job now you're welcome all right so today we have two funny lgbt stories again the funny ones just make me die dude so we've got this one somebody sent it in and said Basically, I go to a very conservative and Christian private school. I mean, we are in person, like in-person classes uh, for whatever reason. And my friend, let's call her Abby, was in her classroom watching chapel. And she heard these three people talking by her about how gays were terrible and how gay sex was gross and disgusting. And she's clearly not straight, so she was shocked that they would say this in front of her. Abby told me and my other friend this at lunch, we're actually all... LGBT, and we were so fed up with our school being homophobic and hating anybody who wasn't like them at this point. We later were in the bathroom, and the two girls who had been talking about how gross gay sex was were actually in there. So as we were walking out, Abby yells as loud as she possibly can, I love gay sex, and then let the door slam on the way out. Needless to say, I've never been so proud of her. I love her so much because she still continues to do it whenever we see them. First of all, that's such a weird thing to, like, why are you cla- like why are you <laughs> i saw the word abby and i just almost said classically i gotta fix that wiring in my head uh why are, why are these like why are they casually discussing gay sex like and how disgusted they are by it i feel like that's such a weird thing to discuss what do they what do they even say ew gay people are so disgusting and oh my god when they do stuff in bed that's so disgusting how do you even just casually talk about that that's weird that makes it that's like that makes me think that you might be gay right why are you why are you hating on it so much dude why are you hating on it hmm hmm you hiding something from us so for this next story this says i'm a gay trans guy and i recently came out to my mom after my parents divorce we moved in with my grandmother my grandma is a very old very conservative trump 2020 type lady 
She's not afraid to express her views about everything, including gay and trans rights. The story occurred a couple of nights after President Biden was sworn in and signed the bill allowing transgender girls to play on women's sports teams. Oh, God. Oh, no. I don't want to hear what Grandma has to say. Mm -mm. My grandma was watching Fox News and went on a certified rant. She started talking about how the mentally ill men in wigs and sick twisted girls with mutilated chests were going to quote unquote turn her precious grandbabies into gays. She said she was afraid to send my youngest cousins to school because the transsexuals were going to recruit them as if we were an army. (laughs) We actually are an army. So the beautiful ending of the story says... Now, I was sick of my grandma saying stupid shit like that, so I clutched my chest, dropped down to the ground, and screamed, Oh no, the scary transsexuals, maybe they'll come for our families next. Then I fell over and whispered, Transgenders. My mom choked on her juice, and my grandma shut up. Moral of the story? Get biggest to shut up by being a dramatic bitch. Yes, I I fully agree. Anytime, you know what? If grandma is saying some stupid shit, We all have to do it with anything, with anything. So, hey, shame on you, grandma. Shame on you. (laughs) The, the, the sick, twisted girls with mutilated chests really gets me. Oh, and the, and the mentally ill men in wigs. I love how they always say that it's men in wigs when like they can just simply grow out their hair. Like trans women, trans women can grow hair on their head long. Do they not, (laughs) do they not know that? Like you might have to start off with a wig for a little bit, and unless you lost your hair, you can st- you can grow it. Oh, I just thought that was so funny and ironically how it's Fox News. Anyways, everybody, that is everything I have for you today. Thank you so much for listening to episode ten. Let me know if you did enjoy the advice segment and the rap because I will I would love to cover another rap song of his. If you guys like this one, I'll do an, I'll do a part two. But yeah, hey, let me know what you think, and I will see you all on Wednesday with a new episode. Thanks again for listening. And if you do want to send in any stories, send it to the email outspokensam at gmail.com. It is on my description of the podcast and it is in my description of the YouTube. So if you just just lurk around, you'll find the email somewhere. Okay. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.